0: Hey everyone, this is Mukul and this is Swapnil, welcome to Going Slow Podcast, where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello,
1: hello, welcome to episode 7 of Going
0: Slow Podcast. Hello everyone, we are like now very close to episode number 10,
1: (laughs) we are about to cross double digits. Yeah. So, Sapna, how was your last week?
0: Pretty good. I worked on a bunch of stuff, experimenting with some new things now. And yeah, yeah, going good. You tell what's up.
1: I mean, what new things? Can
0: you share some more details? Or is it a secret? It's mostly research mode right now. I, I don't want to say it's top secret. It's, it's sort of out there so we are experimenting with new verticals so right now we have been into tech hiring and now the next few weeks we are going to just focus on whether we can place people in other domains like product management and design based on proof of work rather than their degrees where they come
1: got it that's interesting so currently the jobs are for front-end engineers right so are you targeting other streams in computer science or are you targeting different domains altogether product management design so what is your uh, thought process or that
0: so we're starting with different domains because this comes from the companies themselves that they need designers they need product managers so how i see going if we crack these different domains is that we can provide them functional teams you know with one dev one designer one pm that is in itself would, would be like i feel like that is pretty cool and of course if we don't end up tracking that. Then the other domains computer science is sort of a fallback wherein we can go into backend or mobile development and so on.
1: Got That's interesting. So it's customer feedback loop. You have got feedback from your customers and now you are implementing them. That's nice. Like then you have got a nice path. You know that it is going to work. Like some people are going to use it
0: definitely. Right. Uh, the, the hard part in this is it's not very objective so as developers our interview rounds are pretty much either they are going to be problem solving rounds or like ds algo rounds or we get asked to do like a system design either a high level design or low level design and compared like comparing that with product managers or designers the the process is not so straightforward And that that is one thing I've been like, I have some calls scheduled later this week, uh, sorry, next week. And just to understand what kind of questions do, do they ask in their interviews? and It's very subjective. So the people I've talked to so far, most of them have told me a version of they're looking for curiosity. And uh, now. I'm looking to make this more concrete like how do I define a criteria on this like what can I tell applicants to submit as proof of work for curiosity so this is what what I've been thinking on
1: curiosity from companies basically companies have this requirement or do interviewees has mentioned that they will show curiosity when I mean who has
0: who is that condition It's, it's from the companies companies are like, the person needs to be curious and other things can, they can figure out on the go. But if the person is inherently not curious, it's not a good fit for them. It's very subjective. I'm just trying to figure out how do I make this more concrete? So if I tell people, Hey, submit five projects as proof of work, like I want, I want to see what would be the equivalent in other domains maybe it would be like a critique of a product they already use. What changes can they, can they suggest what is the closest competitor that they can find or what changes would they make? How would they design a competitor? So like things like that, it's like inherently do you get excited by products? And this is like a hard requirement. in in other domains for programmers it's a good to have it's not a must have as long as you can make apis you can make interfaces based on the specs provided then you're good to go as a programmer but for these other i would call non-tech or like soft uh, skills heavy roles you're arriving at a solution and that sort of requires you to have a broader outlook so yeah
1: does it make sense you're looking forward to quantify it in some way instead of currently it's so in in computer science mostly they have some kind of questions which has like true and false answer like either it's going to be right or either it's going to be wrong but in these cases there is no perfect right and perfect wrong answer So, in in that case, I think you're looking forward to quantify it or have some metric to judge, right? Yeah, that sounds interesting. But also, like one thing I noted that it's really nice that companies are more focusing on quick to learn kind of attitude than their current skill base because anytime we join a new company, we have to learn All the things from the start, like previous experiences, I think comes into play in terms of different things, but I think in terms of like implementation wise, we have to learn everything new, like the company culture, the company strategies and all. So if uh, someone is quick to learn in those sense, that helps a
0: lot and that goes along. One addition I would make here is that we primarily operate in the freshers market. So we don't have a lot of people who have prior experience at the same time with the talent craze that's going on in the current ecosystem like if you already have skills if you already have good experience and all then you already have like a ton of offers and (laughs) that's like uh you're already sorted so we are more looking to target people who are looking for a break into the industry
1: interesting interesting so when someone is listing for rocket, it does they don't need to be uh, like from engineering streams right they can be anything they can like in the in their previous job they can do anything like they can be in different domain altogether rather of,
0: rather than engineering right yeah yeah some people don't have a btech some i remember a few people who had done bca there are a handful of people who are, who have just passed 12th, who uh, have not done college and chose this path instead, uh, like directly getting into the industry. That is also where our proof of work ties things together. wherein When we go to a company and pitch someone, we are not saying he or she is a, a 12th class pass out. We are saying here are the skills he or she knows, here are the projects where which is sort of the proof of that and you're hiring based on that how well it matches with your JD instead of where that person is coming from so if you don't have the proof of work then companies don't have anything else other than looking at your background because they, they need signals right that's what companies need companies don't really care about where you're coming from really but they mostly using that as signal to make an informed decision or informed bet that, you know, you will be able to do this work well and we are providing a better signal, which is they have proof of work quality. So now companies are okay with not seeing what they have done before that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's oh, the, the point you said like amazing also, I think. The timing for this is so good because uh, right now the job market especially the capital it's heavy like there is too much capital in the market right now in India specifically. Second, The number of opportunities are very high due to the capital generated because there are so many startups who have raised like so much money and they're looking forward to hire now so many people and third that has increased like so many opportunities and fourth is with respect to other domains for example if you want to be a mechanical engineer or for example if you want to work in some hardware related thing you need those things so the en- barrier entry barrier is very high in those things but here it's lower because you need a laptop and you just need to spend some hours daily for over a period of months to get in so it's a very interesting domain for me because it's like high capital meets number of opportunity meets lower barrier of entry so it's like perfect sweet spot to be in what do you think like am i correct uh, or yeah you? it's
0: like right on this spot and i love how you articulated all of this Together, yeah, it's it's like the democratization of everything. And previously, you needed a lot of things, like you said, to get into good stuff. But right now, all you need is a laptop and a good internet connection, and that has leveled the playing field for all. Now, you can't make excuses. It's like if you want to go get it, you have an opportunity. Of course, there are other factors as well, but um, it has been like a great shift in terms of just the availability of access like basically the access is now democratized which is super awesome
1: yeah also the information in terms of like for example a uh, few years back i got to know about bootstrapping and indie hackers community i wouldn't have known about it if it is not uh, easily accessible to us so uh, the information is very much available. and I think like there are many, for example, successful people like for example, who has sold their company. they are now creating content and they are extremely vocal or transparent about what they did. And when you see their videos, it's it's not all uh, like flowers and roses or kind of scenario. They tell you that this this is good, this is bad. this is what we have done right this is what we have done wrong so it's uh, nice to see that to get all that information Yeah, so are you planning to release this uh, in the next cohort or will will you do beta testing and release
0: it in next few we're going to do like a closed beta in Jan and I imagine it being a very small cohort, maybe like 10 people or so and success metric would be can we place them at a good place based on based on their proof of work rather than their background. So we'll give a shot at it in Jan and based on the results and based on the ROI, we'll figure out whether we want to double down on this or we want to do something else. In parallel, we have also announced the next cohort for the tech. so that is sort of like just hedging bets wherein (laughs) whatever is working we want to continue doing that because that is how we sustain as a business at the same time we need to experiment with new stuff i don't know whether it will work or not i don't have expectations like otherwise i'll get disappointed so i know that it's best not to have expectations so i'm totally okay with it not working out and that's the reason why we have the cohort five dates announced so sort of that cohort will happen in march so we have like a good two three months there wherein we can experiment with other stuff and the, the, there are more challenges in that the, this is like sort of anecdotal evidence right now but what the, the insights that we are getting is that people in these other domains tend to value the culture or the mission statement more because they are working more closely with that versus us versus the developers so that is something that we will dive deeper into next month do you also try to match people based on their culture and values and the problem statement being worked on and yeah of course we'll share insights on this podcast as well yeah i mean i have a very
1: biased perspective on that like culture speaks for itself and values are mostly thode funde so <laughs> if the culture is good then i think it's a win, kind of values are a little bit too too optimistic i mean too good looking to be true uh, the scenario so uh, but anyway are you talking
0: about values of the company
1: yeah i thought values of the company and culture of the
0: company no, no. It's, it's culture of the company and values of the candidate yeah, that makes that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah so what we have been brainstorming on in the last week is maybe we can help people find out what they care about So it it, it might be like a self-discovery cohort. (laughs) You you spent a few weeks with a bunch of like-minded folks and the outcome is you figure out what you want to do. Because that is also a problem in the early stages of your career, right? You don't know what will interest you or what will keep you interested for some time. Because what I've seen, firstly, what happens is just after you graduate, like as per Maslow's hierarchy of needs, your first thing is get a job. <laughs> but once you get a job then your other pointers start coming into picture which is whether you really like it how your peers and what do you want to do in long term does that align with your company goals and all, all this stuff it's very abstract as of now but hopefully in the next few weeks we have some insights from from the experiment
1: Definitely, yep. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you know like how are you going to quantify the
0: assessment? Yeah. yeah. All right. What about you, man? What? How are your last week? <clears throat> it was good.
1: I was actually sick for first four days, like from Monday to Thursday. Actually, I was sick. <laughs> so. There were a lot of support things we had to do but other than that i was mostly relaxing so finally fully recovered and i think fully recharged too <laughs> so hopefully the next week would be better and also one thing i noticed that you mentioned right like you are making you're diversifying it and not keeping expectations. It's so relatable <laughs> because that's what we are trying to do as of now. That in a pointer, the Shopify one is currently working and growing steadily and slowly. Now, next what? So we have built an independent solution. We don't know whether it will work. We have built an integration with Thinkific App Store. So that is that is the one which is going to live this week, which we're working on this week. So we are not sure that this will work. (laughs) And we are also working on that third Shopify app. So, all of these things are like bets. (laughs) We are are blessing and we are not sure which one will work, but if any of this work, we will double down, other than we will just keep blessing
0: bets and keep losing until we win. (laughs) Oh, I like this phrase. Keep losing until you win. So, like, it feels like we are almost investors we are like time investors
1: <laughs> yeah so basically two months back what happened um, we were like we had too much time and and we had a habit of doing something so we are doing a point on Shopify we are doing on, and both like depo and Shopify so at one point we reached a point where we were like oh we are getting like time back now so At that point only, I messaged you that, hey, let's start a podcast. I want to do something new. (laughs) And uh, then we started started thinking like, we love this, Like we love building products, we love building and if it makes money then it's like the best thing possible. It makes sustainable basically. Otherwise you will lose interest like if it's not making money you will li- lose interest and it's like a thing you do for a month and then leave it. So we want something which generates money because then it keeps your interest. Like you will do it then. So after that we started experimenting like okay let's try this. If it fails let's try this. If it fails, let's try that Laser Panda thing. I mean, let's try multiple things. Let's experiment. And if any of the thing works, we'll double down. If it it doesn't work, then nothing to lose because it's like the main thing, the core thing, Shopify thing is going okay. So you are just experimenting with different things and trying to see if that works or not. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that, like, even though most of the things don't work, <laughs> but it's a nice experiment that, oh, let's, let's try this. Let's try that. Like, so I, I love the whole from zero to one journey in all those scenarios.
0: Yeah, I think the zero to one journey is very addictive in some sense, because I've realized over time <laughs> that is where... There's a lot of unknowns, and it feels it feels like you you're doing a lot of new things. You're pushing yourself, so to say, because you're trying to figure out a lot of things. Once we're in the scaling mode, the of course the, there are still problems, but then I realized I was better in the zero to one stage.
1: Yeah, it's like a puzzle or mystery that time. You just want to solve that puzzle. You just want (laughs) those, like, points to, like, to be figured out. So that, oh, okay, I'm building something, then I want to, uh, I want people to use it and pay for it. So that's, like, I think, different dopamine hit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So on the diversifying thing, so now you have... uh, platform independent app mm-hmm. and then have you also progressed in any of the either the laser panda or the sign panda thing like how's that um,
1: not the laser panda one it's on hold i mean i mean definitely going will do it in the future but i'm not sure how <laughs> how much ahead it will be it will be in the future with respect to sign panda we are working on it but the issue with that is uh, there are a lot of commitments uh, before like for example with respect to shopify app like appointo and Depot, we have uh, things uh, to do things so that we have to do this we have to do that and after that the time left we get to spend it on sign panda so the we need like a good i would say hackathon like time where unfocused sorry focused time where we could spend a day or two without thinking of anything else and just figuring out like the core part of the product once that's done i think everything we can do in small chunks like instead of like building like going for like the whole thing we can ship things in a small pieces like hey for today or tomorrow just do this for the next two days just do this so once that core part is figured out we both can assign ourselves like a smaller task which we can do it in a day in an hour or so so in the in those cases the it gets achievable for us to do things so it's like one big problem we want to solve it into multiple solve problems and then do one small problem at a time and once that's done then we are hoping to release it so it's it's at very initial stages as of now but we have started working on it
0: got it and you mentioned you would need like a hackathon style thing like when was the last time we did a hackathon?
1: I mean, we haven't done anything like hackathon, but what we have done is like, uh, is spending an, spending time just building things. So we have done that when we are building independent version of a .0 or whenever we did like a major revamp, it was with that totally hackathon spirit that we'll, we just want to do it and get it done so in those cases like especially there were two points when we were building a pointo and depo and second when we were uh, revamping the whole product when we are revamping a pointo and when we are revamping depo in those cases we have this hackathon spirit (laughs) and it's mostly coding so you can get into that hackathon spirit Uh, so yeah
0: yeah, for me it's been a long time. I, I used to do a lot of hackathons in college, but then with time, I find it hard to stay awake for, for like a long, like after after a point, I guess. yeah.
1: Obviously, like now if someone says hackathon, I would say, why do you want to be Saturday, <laughs> staying awake for 24 hours and all those things, but yeah <laughs> at that time i was like oh let's do it i think the is that famous hackathon right in college yeah, yeah yeah the half of the time was to figure out the microsoft products and half of the time was to code <laughs> yeah. it was insane
0: yeah i remember we built a snake and ladders game using periodic table as the game <laughs> That's, yeah, what, really that's what got us the first prize. <laughs> oh,
1: nice. Nice. Yeah, at that point of time, we were like, oh, let's build something which will change the world and everything. And the thing is, you don't <laughs> have to do that. You just have to
0: build like a basic thing, which works. <laughs> yeah, so we we've actually learned this in, in the previous year. So we participated two times. In the first year, we <laughs> sort of had a similar mindset, <laughs> changed the world and all that. And then we saw which kind of things won, and then we sort of reverse engineered it. Okay, what are they really looking for? And that was like, it should be fun, it should be unique and all that. So we just spent a lot of time designing the game rules. So we had some rules like in the product table, they are like columns, right, which the elements have similar properties. So We had ladders in that you can jump up in that column and we related some other elements as well and there was like a snake between them. It was mostly like a storytelling presentation. There was not a lot of tech involved but it looked pretty cool and it was in 3D so it was done in Unity. So it was very cool and we just pitched it as a thing for school children and uh, we hosted it somewhere as well i think it was the facebook app store or something and uh, yeah the first look was awesome and that that we figured out that time okay this is what (laughs) matters actually got the first one i was like yeah (laughs) we nailed it (laughs)
1: that was that was way above college level thing yeah at least
0: uh,
1: it's amazing you published it in the app store and all
0: Um, it was there during that time I think by now it won't be there we we didn't maintain it, we didn't upgrade it or anything so now it's not there but yeah that time we put it online and yeah that was pretty cool
1: (laughs) I I remember a few of my friends participated in a competition or hackathon I don't know whether the problem statement was there there will be a leaf like there are six types of uh, leaves and you want to detect like from the photograph of leaves uh, that which tree it belongs to something like that so you have set these are the six Mm -hmm. leaves they will give it to you and you want to determine to which it belongs to so initially they were like super excited they tried all the whole machine learning thing and stuff didn't work out eventually they added like a random number generator (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it it was like uh, they'll show it will be the photograph they'll sh- show that image, and it will compute like a random number and just display that number to them. Hey, this is that third leaf, third type of leaf, leaf. And <laughs> and I think they submitted it, and uh, I remember the professor's reaction. And they got there were like three attempts and they got one right. The random number worked for one time <laughs> and they were super happy and professor was super happy and super impressed that how fast this computation is <laughs> it was super funny though the whole scenario we participated in, i participated with two of my friends in a hackathon last year which was very interesting it was organized by i think founder uh, cto of zero the oss hackathon f-o-s-s or something like that i don't remember the name uh in that hackathon we basically for example if you are working on slack then you can and if you have some like stripe notifications so you have stripe webhooks and all right so you can so there will be like a middle software where you can add stripe webhook you can add some transform logic and then you can send it to slack Something like, you receive a webhook, transform, send, something like a middleware, so we built that for uh, that hackathon, I think we, we got, I'm not sure what prizes was that, but we got 25k for that hackathon, so it was, it was fun,
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it almost feels like Zapier, Zapier, uh, but simple, another society waiting to happen.
1: Yeah yeah i mean there I, actually I, I wanted to build this for a long time this so there are few ideas i actually want to build but i'm hesitant to build and because i'm not sure people will use it or not so this is one webhook one it is already there and second one should i share yeah I'm not sure uh, second one i'm very uh, excited to build but i haven't like thought of it actually to go through it is so when I was in my previous company Intuit so they had a thing called employee reward program so what they used to do for every whenever you release a successful project or do anything which is good manager or anything above manager can give credits like for example they will they called it spotlight they can give you spotlight of for example 10,000 points and you or ten thousand points, five thousand points, fifteen thousand points, depending on the work you have done. And using those points, you can cash it as Amazon Pay. You can cash it as cash it as anything else. So it's like an employee reward program, but it's specifically anytime. Like you can do it whenever a successful project launches or anything like it depends on the manager so i really used to love those because it's such a nice initiative where it was not included in your ctc and everything it was like on top of that it was just a nice gesture and it definitely used to feel good so something like a platform and something like a platform where they can just connect their employees and a manager can reward their employees via some Amazon gift cards like to be simple for example Amazon gift cards and they can write a note so something like if you are on the receiving end you will get like a good letter with the note in it and a gift card that's it like a simple idea Uh, nothing flashy but I, I think that really boosts up employee happiness because it it definitely increased my happiness when I was there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I really like both of them. Like, if, if people who are listening, if they are interested, they can pick pick this up. If they're just looking to build something but don't have an idea so then they can pick this up. And we can maybe also brainstorm with them if they're stuck somewhere sometime. I think brainstorming is comes naturally
1: yeah definitely Definitely. like uh the idea mentioned both of them are not new like obviously like there is a validation and all but yeah i I really find those ideas interesting yeah Uh, i just
0: remembered one thing you mentioned that you're putting or you have already put a pointer on you call something like think think thinky fic or something
1: Thinkific, Thinkific App so we got, so Thinkific is uh, a platform for course creators. They help course creators to build courses or to, to build their own online courses. It's almost like a platform only dedicated. It's something like Shopify for course creators, kind of. You can build your course, uh, courses. There will be like a course player and everything. So they last year released the apps, uh, their own app store, and they're looking forward to grow it. So we got reached out by them that hey, would you be interested in building a point-to-integration for Thinkific app store? We checked the platform and we thought like it would be a perfect fit because it's for course creators, and if course creators wants to connect with their students then appointment scheduling comes right at the perfect spot so we started building the appointment. so we have we now have a like a point to independent ready so it's like a black box now you can just connect it to any platforms so now what we are doing is like we now have one thing ready we are just building like a bridge between thinkific and the independent version so now we have done that and yeah it's like basically we have the independent platform ready connected with with thinkific and now hopefully by next one to two weeks it will be live in the app store and we'll be able to know how good the installs is how good the conversion is and if it is something we can double down on in the future so one of the reason we wanted to go with thinkific was their support team was extremely helpful in a way that they wanted us to submit the app. They have reviewed it very thoroughly, and they have helped us a lot in submitting it to their store. So, really like the response from their support team. Also, somehow the whole the 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 pick idea fits perfectly with pointer because it's a platform to courses, online courses. Then, if you want. Some like a some kind of communication between students and course teachers, then a pointer can fit fit right between, right in between. So yeah, it's like an experiment or a bet, as mentioned before. So let's see how it goes.